Hello, this is Phil DeBella, and you're listening to Flashcast by PDB. And in the true spirit of tackling all types of subjects, uh, today we have something a little bit different. I got to spend some time with some elderly people, um, and in particular, I spent a lot of time with my parents, of course. And uh, just to give you a bit of background, uh, I'm a son of migrants. My parents migrated here from Italy over 50 years ago. Uh, worked in the country from arriving, obviously paid their taxes, put money away to superannuation and all the rest of it, and uh, now live off a pension. And um, so today's topic is all about uh, the pension. And you say, well, why? Uh, and uh, let me set uh, the standard. And this is something that I uh, um, was brought to my attention by some of the elderly community. And so I had a discussion with my parents to get their point of view on it. And uh, in return, as they do, they asked me what I thought about it. Uh, because obviously I come from working class, they're now retired on a pension, and the way things are as they stand today, um, I won't receive a pension, even though I would have contributed um, very heavily towards, uh, you know, superannuation contributions and the rest of it. But let me just um, set the scene of today's topic, and um, and it comes from something that was shared with me from, from um, some um, elderly people. When I started work in 1962... They said part of my tax was to pay for an old age pension. That's 30 years before they started compulsory super. Now at 70 years of age, they tell me I can, can't have the pension I paid for. Old age pension is a right. It simply is not a charity. It's not subject to mutual obligation as I paid for it. So that sets the scene for today's uh, flashcast. And of course, in the spirit of me sharing my opinions and, and my thoughts, uh, I will tackle this one with as much diplomacy as I can while still being authentic. Now, I have to say that I'm a hater of hypocrisy. And this to me is, is one of the things that is completely hypocritical, is that it is well said. When this person started work in 1962, they said that part of their tax was used to pay for the old age pension. Then compulsory superannuation came in, which was also to be part of, um, you know, the, the pension and the tax. And all of a sudden, we now have um, many years later, a situation where if you've actually made over a certain amount of money and have too much money or what the government deems to be too much money in the bank, which I believe is about eighty to $100,000 per person, you cannot receive or you don't, you're not eligible anymore for the pension. So the hypocrisy is something that you've actually funded, something that you've put away for outside of your super, which is your tax. So part of your tax that you pay, in other countries, they call it contributions. In Italy, where my parents come from, it's called contributions. And my dad, who um, contributed to the tax system for many years in Italy, now still receives a pension from Italy. Uh, now, some will say that that's because that's ridiculous, the fact that he doesn't live into the country, but it's not based on that. It's in the true spirit of it. Many European countries still have the same system, that if you've contributed to the tax of that country, that when you come to retirement age, you're entitled to a pension. Now, of course, his pension is subsidized and it's not a lot. It, it's about $150 a week from Italy. But the point of the fact is, it's not the matter It's not the matter of how much the money is. It's the fact that he's being recognized for contributing to the tax system of Italy. And therefore, Italy is prepared to pay a tax. Now, on the other side, some will argue that's why a country like Italy is in, in um, financial difficulty and all the rest of it. Well, that may be so, but that's not up for discussion here. What we're discussing here simply is that your right of contribution, the fact that you have contributed tax 
to a country for a certain amount of years within their parameters, they will recognize the fact that you have done this when you retire, no matter where you live in the world. Whereas here in Australia, if you look at the contributions that were made in tax and by many people, and, and I, for one of them, of course, is, is one of those people, uh, when it comes to retirement, well, it's not a charity. It's actually something that you've paid for. Uh, and regardless of what you've made and what you haven't made, then one would argue that you should be eligible for it. Now, in this country, of course, we have a, we have a, we have a, a feeling and an aura that the more money you make, the more tax you should be paying. Well, let me tell you for the record, people that make more money do pay more tax because 30% of $100 is far less than 30% of 1,000, which is less than 30% of a million. So let's set that for the record, that people that, the more you earn on percentage-based tax, the more tax you pay. So this whole, um, you know, screaming from the rooftops of the rich and the people with more money should be paying more tax, well, let me wake you up to reality, they do. The more you earn, the more tax you pay. Now, of course, there's a separate argument to that. The multinationals and the companies that are given conception, concessions to open up in this country will tackle that another date. I'm now talking about individuals who earn money. Now, if you earn $100,000 a year and your tax rate is 30%, you pay $30,000. If, if your taxable income is a million dollars and your tax rate is 30%, which it's not, it's actually 49 cents, you're paying 490000 tax. So the more you earn, the more you're paying, Right. And of course, then you have other arguments of how much you spend and GST obviously means that the more you spend, the more tax you pay anyway. But again, different discussion. Back to pensions. Very simply put, the hypocrisy of contributing to something that you later then don't receive because they deem it that it would be charity because you already have enough money. Now, this to me is something that obviously I asked my parents and what they thought. And of course, I was brought up with great values. Um, my parents um, are, are working class. My dad jokes with my kids about going to school for eight years and never going past grade three. So it's not like I come from a family of great education school-wise, but I come from a family of amazing values, morals, and street smarts, where it's about authenticity, where it's about being rational, where it's about, and it's certainly not about hypocrisy. It is all about user pays. You get what you pay for. If you want to make money, you make money from the work that you put in with your own two hands. And these are the values that I was brought up with. So of course, my position on this is very simple. If you pay for something, you have a right to it. It doesn't matter what you accumulate along the way or don't accumulate, you have a right to it. Now, in this country, people would have varying opinions and that's fine. Everyone's entitled to one. However, I came across this other document that I really want to share with you that I believe really highlights it in a nutshell um, and the sentiment that, that a lot of people would share. And it goes like this, the five best sentences. You cannot legislate the poor into prosperity by legislating the wealthy out of prosperity. What one person receives without working for, another person must work for without receiving. The government cannot give anybody anything that the government does not first take from somebody else. You cannot multiply wealth by dividing it. And when half of the people get the idea that they do not have to work because the other half is going to take care of them, and when the other half gets the idea that it does no good to work because somebody else is going to get what they work for, that is the beginning of the end of any nation. Now, let me repeat that last one, point five. When half of the people get the idea that they do not have to work because the other half is going to take care of them, and when the other half gets the idea that it does no good to work, because somebody else is going to get what they work for, that is the beginning of the end of any nation. Now, 
Again, this is not scaremongering or scare tactics. It is what it is. We have a situation where after you earn a certain amount of money, which again, I believe is about 180000 a year, that you're paying 49 cents in the dollar. Half of what you pay disappears. Now, some would argue that's fair. And of course, most of those would be those that don't earn that much money. And others would argue that simply they're being penalized for having greater capacity to earn. Now, let me state for the record very clearly, as somebody who gives to charities both time and money and believes in contributing to community and in fact have been recognized by the Lord Mayor Awards twice for our corporate citizenship, I believe in helping those less fortunate. I believe in helping those that need help. However, that is separate to the fact that taxable income on your know, tax on your income and the right to a pension, they are it's completely separate. I believe that everybody should do what they can, whether it's give a dollar, give $10 or give a million dollars. It's all within affordability and you do what you can. And if you can't give money, give time. That's a separate discussion. However, the moment that we look at our tax system, our pension system as charity, we have a problem. And in the spirit of this flashcast where we're talking specifically on pension, the pension is not a charity It needs to be fair. If you contribute to the country to receive a pension, then you have a right to receive a pension once you retire. So I hope I've done the topic justice in sharing my opinion and thoughts. I wanted to do that on behalf of my parents and also on behalf of the elderly community that have reached out to me and did not wish to be named. Um, I hope I've tackled the the subject appropriately and that um, you can understand a different voice of reason. Uh, I'm happy for you to share your comments on uh, Facebook or social media or send me a private message. And in the spirit of talking about things that you want me to speak about, keep those topics and questions coming and I'm happy to share my thoughts and opinions. Till next time, be the best you can be. You've been listening to Phil DeBella and this is Flashcast by PDB. (laughs) 